Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you for tuning in, if you tune into a podcast, to Visual Radio this afternoon. So, um, my name is Mark Wilson, and I'm joined here with one colleague and one special guest to talk a little bit this afternoon around modern workplace. And so, uh, I, I guess at this point, um, I'll uh, introduce our, um, our our other speakers this afternoon. So, um, would you like to go first, Abby? Yeah, um, so I'm Abby and I uh, lead the business analyst team in Ridgewell. So one of our key things really is to make sure that um, anything that's done from a technical point of view um, fits the user needs and we can obviously get those benefits out of the users as well. Great, thanks. And Alfonso, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation to to, the, to, to all the Ritual team. Uh, so Alfonso Chabai, I'm partner development manager in Microsoft. Microsoft. Uh, I look after all Surface partners. Basically, what we do is really try to help partners to understand Microsoft technologies and really drive together success for our customers. So it's really how they can use Microsoft technologies to solve customer solution. Specifically, my area of expertise is Surface devices. I hope everyone knows about Microsoft Surface. If not, hopefully during this conversation, we they will get to know more about them. Yeah. Sounds good. I probably should have mentioned what I do as well. So uh, I run the, uh, uh, jointly run the architect team at Rizal. So I tend to get involved in the early stages of, of solutions, working with clients to try and understand what the business challenges are and how we can use technology to to address them. And um, uh, and then I'm, I'm generally less in, less involved in delivery, but um, but yeah, have a bit of a helicopter view over quite a lot of things. So. Um, Anyway, enough of the introductions there. Um, I guess let's move on to the conversation. And I think um, maybe the first area might be to have a look at what we need from productivity tools in, um, well, I would say in 2020. It's been a bit of a year. Lots of things have changed. Uh, I think it's probably helped some clients to to maybe accelerate some of their plans. Others have, have had a bit of catch up. Um, and we, we, we had another podcast where we looked at how businesses are reacting to the challenges that we're in in the current environment with the um, you know I want to avoid the phrase the new normal I think I'm going to ban that for this discussion but um, what what sort of things do we think people need to consider as they start to recover and and, and rebuild from COVID-19? Yeah um, I'll kick this one off then. <laughs> So I think from my point of view and what we're seeing a lot now is um, is making sure that people are enabled um, and making sure that they've got everything they could possibly need to work from literally anywhere um, is the whole business continuity side as well and making sure that if anything else happens uh, where you can't get into a building, snow days, all those sort of things, it's a real change now to start to think, okay, looking to, to the future around de um, device refreshes and how people work, we can really start to be a bit more intelligent with the the devices that are provided to, to users rather than just one size fits all or still being on desktops. I mean, I've seen some things where people are still on desktops and had to take them from an office to home and those sort of things. Yeah. So, it's about making sure that the person is able to to work in an agile way with a, a complementary device and also when we look at a blended sort of uh, office um 
where some people might be in the office, some people might be remote. Obviously, as we move forwards, there will be, hopefully, um, that way of, of working for most organisations. Then you've got to obviously think about enabling that in the office as well as at home. So making sure that the devices in meeting rooms and all those sort of things really fit the future um, of, of the technologies and the devices. I, I guess that's that's a really important thing, isn't it? Because for a long time, anybody who was working remotely was almost a second class citizen. They got forgotten that they were in the meeting when there's a whole load, load yeah. of people in a conference room. And I mean, how do, how how can we address those sorts of challenges? And Alfonso, there's, there's things like the hub, you know, don't, do, the, do they help with things like that? Yeah, I think if we look at from our side, from the devices point of view, of course, we have the range of devices like a more per personal use, right? That we have the Go, Surface Pro, Surface Laptop, actually each of us can take at home, then go back to work and use it as a kind of your full day device. And then devices like Surface Hub that actually are more for collaboration. And, and if we think pre-COVID, we were thinking really about people in a meeting room collaborating Actually, now you, we can expand that and say, now it really makes sense for people that is in the room, but also for everyone that is outside. And then having good audio, having a good camera, having a device that everyone can jump in and be in the same session, et cetera, et cetera, really makes sense. Because I think people believe that suddenly we will go back to the office, everyone in the office. And as you just mentioned, it's going to be really about people really working from home now, much, much more common. Um, and then suddenly they decide one day I'm going to the office, one day I'll stay at home. So very, very flexible. And, and I really see that that's going to be the future for, for how we will be working. So having a Surface Hub that allowed you allowed you to collaborate with people in the office, but also outside, I think it will be, it's going to be really powerful. Yeah. And I think to add to that as well, it's, it's been a, a bugbear, I think, of a lot of people previously about the the varying sort of technology in each of the different meeting rooms so you could have 10 meeting rooms and there's five different setups across yeah. those meeting rooms there's cables missing for some re people for some reason people like to steal hdmi cables i'm not quite sure why um but i think it's starting to be starting to build out those more intelligent workspaces and um using it might cost a little bit more but that whole um sort of return on investment is that the person and the productivity you often waste 10 15 minutes in a meeting room trying yeah. to get the screen to work yeah. you just like to be able to walk to a meeting room and crack on uh, mm. and then walk to a different meeting room and be able to have the same experience yeah and that, that's really important when you when you consider the, you know the cost of people um it might only be five or ten minutes at the start of a meeting but every meeting with lots of people that really starts to add up and mm -hmm. that's one of the great things when the visual offices were open and hopefully they will be again one day in some form um you know we had three rooms with surface hubs we've got other rooms where the projectors are hooked up to a, a, a microsoft virtual adapter that allows us to just cast from our devices straight straight to it and you know we're only a windows k away from projecting and it's it's really simple and straightforward isn't it i like that little slogan you should uh <laughs> tweet one. i've forgotten it already i'll have to listen to the to the uh to the recording only a windows k away <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the, the key there key is if we think about the other side of the technology, the cloud, we are talking about the integration of different technologies and how it works together. And actually, we can talk about the same in this kind of from the hardware point of view. It's how we will make sure that your personal device is integrated with 
your meeting room system, if you have a Surface Hub as well. So it's really about yeah, making sure that you keep in the flow. That's something that we use a lot. Is really how you get there, ready to go. You open your device, boom. So very efficient way of working. Uh, and for yeah, and to do it that yeah, maybe it's going to be a little bit more expensive. There is ways to not make it that expensive as well with different solutions. But it's really about productivity, and I would say a different productivity because now it's a mix between virtual, in person and how you really make that productive for everyone. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. um, now, I've been fortunate enough to work with a Surface device for five years now. For, you know, Surface Pro, it's my tool every day. I find working with the convertible form, fam, form, form factor is really helpful to me. So it can be a laptop when I want, it can be a tablet when I want, I can draw on the screen with a pen. You know, that's that's great. But that, that's just one of many Surface devices, isn't it? Um, and um, I just wonder if, you know, without turning this into a Surface ad, but I mean, we did we did put a, a graphic up with the um, the tweet when I was talking about recording this this podcast today um, that sort of shows shows the range. And it, it might be useful for people to understand just some highlights of, of what's in the Surface range. Are you, are you able to take us through that, Alfonso? Yeah, definitely. So uh, I think Microsoft Surface has been around almost seven years already, seven to eight years. Um, um, in a, in a hardware business, I would say not that extensive, but yeah, we have been a long way. And if you think about our Surface family now, thank you, Mark, for showing it. Um, we have the idea of why we're building these devices to be able to serve every person in the organization. So we are going from the smallest and thin device like the Surface Go for those mobile workers that need to be out, um, but they don't need that powerful device, so very light but useful to do your day-to-day -day work so that's surface go and you have the two-on-one factor as well then we move and we have the surface pro also that give you that flexibility of the two-on-one go out mobile workers but they need a little bit more powerful device now we actually launched last october pro x that is kind of the new generation of surface pro full lte and and it's really looking at how you can really embrace more mobility uh, with connection, LTE connection and and the cloud, because the Pro X is really thinking about the future with Windows Virtual Desktop, how you will be connected from everywhere to internet and then have access to a more powerful device with Virtual Desktop. Then we have laptop that is, of course, everyone knows what is a laptop, but we still have some people that they prefer a laptop. Actually, I'm using my laptop three now. And even though I like the Pro, uh, because I would say I'm more in the office than out, uh, for me, it's more comfortable to use using a laptop, a laptop device. So actually, that's another element that we're including in that Surface laptop. Then we have Surface Book, similar with laptop, but very powerful. So maybe for engineers, designers that they need a powerful device to go around as well. Surface Book, and finally Surface Studio, that is the is the more it is the desktop device, but in a really nice factor and as a premium device. Finally, of course, the Surface Hub we already covered uh, for collaboration. But if you think of the range is really about every persona in the organization try to give the best tool for each persona that's the, that's the main concept at the end yeah that's that's really helpful and 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 i guess you know it's it's not just about 
the devices themselves it's about the things that you put with them as well isn't it and that all sort of adds to the persona so for those who can see the video this will go up on youtube and and some people will be able to see video those who are listening in audio you'll have to put up with our descriptions i'm afraid but you know there's things like mice there's the type covers there's headphones earbuds pens docks you know it's it's a whole ecosystem of, of products isn't it yeah, exactly. And and if you think about the, the type covers, the pen with different colors uh, that sometimes yeah we used to have like black or platinum. Uh, and But if you think about how we are using the, the technology today, our devices that we use it at home, we use it in the office, we use it in the train. Actually, there is a lot of customization, like consumer point of view as well for devices and what you're using. If, you want, if you're using a device, you want to feel proud or I know it's cool to use a red device maybe for you. And that's also something that we are giving that to to actually to commercial business to give to their employees at the end is that they can choose a device that maybe fit with their personality, how they want to show up, uh, not only on the office, but when they are working in a cafeteria, for example. So it's really about that as well, what you can see in the type cover, in the pen, giving that color. Uh, it can, can sound like a small detail, but actually it makes a difference for people. No, no, no. It's like people, when, when there's a device that people use every day, it's really personal. I mm. mean, I, my Surface Pro 3, which has been retired for many years, it, it had an unfortunate accident with a hard floor. Um, but uh, it was covered in stickers. You know, that was my personalization approach. You know, I was sad to see that go. And um, yeah, it, it's it's like, you know, people get attached to all sorts of things that they work <laughs> with every day, don't they? So, um, Abby, that that persona thing so sort of moving away from the surface uh, range itself but um when you're working with clients around user personas um you know how how how, how much does the device play in and how much is you know the, uh, what other needs do we find that people have that yeah so i think overall in sort of a modern workplace world it's it's obviously having the device the tools and the processes in place um to to enable people to to be the best they can be in the in their role um so from a persona point of view it, it is the devices do play a massive part in it because you need you start to understand what they do day to day if they're traveling a lot and they've got a really clunky heavy laptop now that's really disheartening when you're having to travel around <laughs> with a heavy laptop bag yeah. um and it, it's just about giving that that support of them to do their role um without always hitting these blockers or the pain points like the, uh, lifting a heavy laptop and lugging that around that's an actual physical pain point um which, which is um not ideal and and you've got things like where they've got a laptop but they might actually need a tablet because they're face to face with people they're doing consultations they are doing home visits and a laptop's quite intrusive because it's just a barrier between you and the other person so i think when we look at personas um, and start to build out those personas around the way people work it becomes very clear around what devices fit their needs um, yeah. along with the technologies and, and the tools that they might use obviously office 3, well, microsoft 365 and, and services obviously going hand in hand and the some because we've got such a broad range of tools available that also feeds into what actually do they need to get to do their role. Not everyone needs to use everything in Microsoft 365. Yeah. Um, you'd never get any work done if you were trying to do that. Um, but the idea is to try and get the organisation to understand really what their users need to be as productive as possible. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess there's something there as well, isn't there? And a sort of questions out to both of you about the, the types of audio and video equipment that mm-hmm. people have available to them. I mean, I think we're probably recording. I'm using an external microphone, but um, I'm using the camera on my surface uh, with a virtual background to hide. Actually, my office isn't that cluttered, but it just <laughs> felt like the right thing to do. Uh, you know, you're at home, Abby. We can see your spare room, but uh, you're just using the surface built in. Yep. Um, audio and, and camera and <laughs> yeah right oh, oh that's smart yeah um and what about you Alfonso are you are you using built-in products or yeah. uh yeah yeah I'm using my laptop three camera video and and and, and to be honest yeah it makes a difference and, and and for example my wife has a different device I'm not gonna mention the brand uh, <laughs> and she, I have one of those too <laughs> <laughs> and she started having uh, online classes she took a course and for me I First time they would actually they are using Team the university which is great, and it was like oh wow this is really bad the camera was yeah blurry the audio was not working and it was like oh if you make a difference now that everyone is moving online before yeah. maybe yeah sometimes if you do it only once every two weeks it doesn't matter but when now what you're doing every day almost full day yeah it's really it is important yeah 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 it does make a big difference yeah yeah okay. So moving on from Surface, and we've, you know, if, if anybody's still listening, you know, they've probably heard enough about, about hardware now. I mean, some people like the toys. Um, but Abby, you mentioned a few moments ago about Microsoft 365 and how this all sort of comes together with, you know, you got the people, the process, the technology, but even the technology is, there's the hardware side, there's there's the services that go with, software, software and services that go with that. So, um. I know from my experience that we can use Microsoft 365 from a manageability and a deployment perspective, not just from the what was Office 365 side of things, but also how we bring it together with things like Windows Autopilot to help to deliver laptops. Um, well, sorry, I said laptops, but you know, a device, and it doesn't have to be a Surface device. You know, a device straight from distribution to employees without corporate involvement. Yeah. Um, and that was obviously read from my notes, but um, Alfonso, uh, you know, where are we seeing this being particularly useful to clients? I mean, I'm guessing at the start of the coronavirus pandemic, you know, there was a lot of, well, that th- there were problems getting hold of, of PCs. You know, the channel had been hit by China's problems before we had this in Europe, but um we we can move away from this world where we need an IT department to build every laptop, can't we? Yeah, it's yeah, it's modernization of IT in that sense, right? It's how you avoid that part of the imaging and all that kind of workload, and and they can use that time to do other strategic analysis internally in the organization, and that's kind of how we are looking at it. And and if you think about the scenario that we are doing, we are now that. People actually was forced to work from home, and they cannot go to the they didn't they couldn't go to the office to pick up a device. So in this kind of solution, actually, we saw some examples from in schools that they had to send the devices to the teacher, and what they did was yeah they enrolled the device in autopilot, and when there is of course there is a process of operational process to do it. Very simple, the imaging, the configuration of the devices in Intune, that is the technology that we have. And then, of course, ship the, the devices directly from the distributor to each each person, each pro, each each teacher, sorry, at their own house. 
Yeah. Which, if you think about it, is I know previously I had my device. Even if you're a new employee, you have to go and leave the device in IT for I don't know one one day and then come back. It's gonna be ready. So is yeah, I think it's kind of a game changer in that sense because it's and and it's, you can you can do it one time um, for multiple devices depending of course if they are on the same team etc. So I would say it's really a way to avoid time, uh, avoid reduce cost, uh, and some, sometimes we when we explain about the technology benefits, it's difficult to make it really tangible. I think mm -hmm. in this case, uh, I think it's easier to see it because actually if you spend some time. Physically, the IT to do it, people do it configuration etc. With the, the USB stick before as well, and now it's just everything in the cloud. Do it once, put the device there, open your laptop, couple of minutes, connect it to Wi-Fi, and that's it. You're ready to go. So, yeah, and I know so, I know we've done this with clients even pre-COVID. <laughs> you know, working with autopilot, so you can receive a device, log on with your um, the UPN format of your username, which you know to many people is is their email address, and you know away you go. It, it recognises that you need to be in a particular organisation. Those organisations' policies are applied. Um, if you're using tools like OneDrive, then you know your data is going to follow you. Your you know personal files and folders. And it's a really, or it can be, you know, a really simple, streamlined process. And it's a world away from uh, my past life, and I'm probably showing my age here, but, you know, creating ghost images of, of PC um, builds, you know. And, um, yeah, I, I am showing my age, neither of you two remember that. It's just <laughs> places tell me everything. But, uh, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's something that many IT organisations, uh, you know, sort of, starting to move towards but you know it, it, it really is a huge benefit in this in this world where we um can't rely on people going into the office to pick up equipment you know uh, so um no that's um yeah you know, let, 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 let's move the conversation on because the, the, the next logical step for us to talk you know we talked about surface and devices we've talked a little bit about microsoft 365 and about how we can use tools like autopilot to, de to deploy to um to a device but um i've heard about this thing called workplace as a service uh and um it sounds interesting, you know, if I put a business head on, I forget that I'm a geek for a minute, you know, I'm just thinking about different ways of uh, financing new devices, you know, particularly when people say, oh, but I can get a, you know, no name PC for price X and a Surface cost me this, you know, how how can they look at the problem a little bit differently and, and potentially solve that issue? Yeah, so I'll start that. So we're currently actually doing it with uh, a client at the minute around the whole managed uh, device um, and the whole managed experience, really, uh, and doing a, a benchmarking analysis against that as well, against a normal device versus a service device, and then also whether it be on MMD or non-MMD. Um, so that's the Microsoft managed desktop, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so it's this client is looking at whether it's a more viable option to move to a more subscription based rather than that massive budget you've got to go and get for 2000 devices um, and then also obviously the hidden costs of, of setting all of that up and managing all of those devices um, there is obviously the next step up is to have a fully managed um, estate so you the IT team literally has to have minimal interaction with it and it's all managed it's supported 
um, by Microsoft as well. Obviously, the devices are. So it's all under. It's like as if you go and buy a new car um, and you have it on a on a, a term period and you pay monthly and it, everything's looked after. So um, no more big CapEx no. budgets to go and find. Is basically you're moving the hardware into an OpEx budget and as your business grows uh, or well, hopefully grows but possibly contracts then you yeah. can um you can react to that right yeah. okay and you can move more with the time so rather than burning out devices for five years and people getting fed up with how slow their devices or keeps breaking and you keep having to repair the cost of repairing gets more expensive you you go through a cycle of of replacement yeah. um, every yeah. three years if i'm right because their MMD has to be, I think, a three-year um, minimum, mm -hmm. like less than three-year-old device. So you're actually always going to be keeping up with with the technology rather than burning out old tech. So I guess it's analogous to walking into, um, let's avoid brands here, but, you know, walking into a high street store and saying, I'd like a mobile phone mm -hmm. and I don't want to spend a £1,000 on a really expensive device, but... Um, I'll spend thirty pounds a month and and get it bundled with my airtime. It's 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 that kind of thing, but for PCs, is it? Yeah, and if you think about it, the way that the rest of the stuff's going. So obviously, if you're using Microsoft three six five, that's a monthly. If you're starting to move to Azure, that's a monthly. It's a lot easier for the finance departments of those organisations to then have forward view of of how much it's costing, um, mm. rather than these big project budgets. That you're having to go and get each each three four years to to do things you just got that consistent monthly cost and if some organizations where they're split out into different sort of sub organizations the chargeback and all those sort of things is a lot easier and um, to be able to see where which departments like the, the overall cost for each department yeah and also if you, if you think about the the pace of change that technology have it's, it's crazy, right? Uh, if, we, if you have the same device in five years, you will have some stuff that are obsolete, of course. And it's not only that the the hardware maybe will have different features, but also the the the, the software. Windows 10, for example, Windows Hello is a, is a is a good example, right? If your device is not ready for Windows Hello, you cannot use it. If you already if you purchased thousands of devices two years ago, and suddenly you have a new uh, feature from Windows 10, and you will not be able to use it in terms of, for example. Such important as security, what you will do? You sell the 2,000 devices and then buy it again. And in that sense, there's a service piece and the subscription, right? That is that you can bring devices, software, and these different services together is really a good solution. Um, and you can have like three years. And we, there are some other options if you're not using MMD, even for one year, two years, 24 months. And at the end of the day, as you put the example, Mark, of the, the, cell, the cell phones, if you know that there is a new cell phone that actually can give you more capability or more productivity actually you have the option to maybe upgrade and pay more for that one and i think that's the concept that we are trying to bring here with this modern workplace as a service it's the same about the software so it's really about when we are going back to the, the different person in the organization if you think that now there is a better technology for that persona that that team and it's at the end of the day even the financial is better to do it you should you should be investing in that why 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 waiting i know a couple of years to do it and, and i would say this model of the as a service uh, that we're listening more and more um is trying to solve that challenge yeah yeah i can i can see the the logic there as well mm -hmm. um and and i know when we were chatting before the call 
um, you know, before the recording, Alfonso, you mentioned that if um, clients already have Microsoft 365 or Dynamics 365 or Azure, they might be eligible for some some surface discounts. Is am I did I get that right? Yeah, there is the, um, the the we have some. So we're trying to really push from from our side from Microsoft Microsoft Surface to really integrate uh, the story, right? Software and hardware, and especially for us because it's the Microsoft full Microsoft ecosystem and and part of the promotion or incentive that we're giving to customers and partners is, is this, we call it Surface Plus offer, that if customers have already, um, there is specific requirements. So yeah, definitely talk with Ritual if you want to know more. Uh, but if you have Dynamics or Azure or M365, depending on this key, you, you can get some additional discounts on Surface. And we are seeing this use more and more from customers that are realizing of the value of going that route. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's probably worth mentioning as well that, um, and, and Alfonso alluded to it there, obviously Ritual's got services which fit mm-hmm. around the, the the core Microsoft services. So, uh, you know, we can add our own managers, managed services uh, wrapper or layer or however you want to look at things to yeah. to customise things to, uh, to meet organisational needs. And before you even look at the devices, obviously we can help with the, the analysis and sort of working out what devices fit fit the users and the organization as well. And that's why you're the principal BA. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's it's been really great chatting with you guys this afternoon. Uh, sorry, non-gender specific with, with yourself, Abby, and with Alfonso. Um, and um, I must go and redo my diversity training now. Um, so final question, before I dig myself a really big hole. Um, What's the key takeaways from this discussion that you'd like to leave our listeners with? And I'll I'll go to Abby first. Okay. Um, I think my key takeaway, and probably what I'd reiterate, is um, making sure that going forwards you're not burnt again, and you're thinking of the user needs for um, devices and technology rather than just what's cheap and what works at the time it's it's more it's a bigger thing yeah okay yeah yeah it reminds me of i worked for an organization that you know bought a bunch of laptops with modems in uh but they didn't have webcams and this was at a time when we were starting to use broadband internet more and um have more video conferences and it just didn't meet the user needs so Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah what about yourself alfonso anything you'd like to leave our um our listeners with yeah i think similar with avi i i believe now we are going in a different type of workplace as we just discovered right it's going to be around hybrid people in the office people at home and then it gets really important understanding as as i say the user needs uh, and 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 that person analysis understanding what are the different teams what are each of us is doing uh, it's it's really really important. Um, so I would say that's kind of key to always for me is really look at that personalities in the organization, what they require, uh, not only pre-COVID. Now I think organization will have to re-evaluate the organization and each different team and how they will use the technology to take the most of them, so or they can be as much pro- productive as possible. Oh, that's great. Okay, well, thank you both. Um, thank you for your time this afternoon uh, and your insight. I hope it's been useful to our listeners. I'd like to thank our listeners for listening um, or watching, depending on the platform that you're catching this on. Um, 
I'm going to just leave a, a couple of plugs at the end here. If you want to know more about Rigil and how we might be able to help you with, with your business needs, then uh, feel free to drop us an email, inquiries at Rigil.com. Um, you can also find more information like this, more podcasts uh, and uh, you know other content uh, on YouTube, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. So just search for Rigil. And of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook too. So um, thank you everyone for your time and um, have a well, have a great day, whatever time you're listening to this. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Have a nice day. Cheers.